back to another episode of Let's Grow Through It. I am your host, Kristen Beatykeeper, and I am solo today, which is actually kind of perfect because today I want to talk about being single and alone and being happy about it. And also, really quick, I would just like to once again apologize for the gap in our posting so we actually recorded an episode and i have it edited and ready to go there just seems to always be a lot going on but there's a lot going on and it just seems like right now isn't the best and wisest time to post that episode which is why i am here recording another episode solo today i want to talk about how to be single alone and happy about it me personally um let's see i left my ex-husband over a year ago now it's been a year and a month and in that time I have been single the entire time I mean technically single the entire time I did have one little short brief thing for it wasn't even two months um where I did give a little bit of my time and energy to a man and I learned really quickly that that wasn't what I wanted to do with my time and energy right now and I ended that And so today I just want to talk about my experience with being single. This is the first time in my life where I have been single, actually, truly, 100% single. This is the first time in my entire life, which is kind of crazy. I'm 33 years old. Okay, my first time in in my entire, like, dating life. (laughs) But anyway, it's still just kind of crazy. And I really wish that I would have done this earlier in my life. Like, taking this time to truly be single and focus on me and what I actually want in life but I didn't so it is what it is and I'm here now and I'm going to share a little bit about this and give you guys my advice so I imagine that a lot of you listening um based off of the audience that I think that I have from Instagram a lot of you are probably newly separated from a partner who most likely cheated on you or did some sort of betrayal and so it's a devastating time and it can be really tempting to not want to take that time to be alone um you know kind of like date somebody else and get revenge or whatever all the stupid things that society has told us to do whenever you know what they say the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else um that's not that's not true in my experience i just wanted to take this time in my life for me and so here is my advice you can take it you can leave it you can take what resonates for you leave what doesn't make your own rules Really, um, we're all on a healing journey here and I just think it's important to emphasize on every episode is that every healing journey looks different, is different, and if you do things differently, I think that that's exactly how things are supposed to play out in your life. So right now for me, things are playing out that I am so incredibly single and I am just so happy about it. It's really weird. I never really thought I would be here. I always thought, you know, I'd be wanting to be in a relationship or waiting for the right person to come along and save me from my singledom, but I don't feel that way at all. (laughs) I'm like kind of avoiding even letting, I'm not avoiding, but it's just like not a thought that I really have. Okay, so here we go. My first advice is if you're just coming out of a serious relationship where you likely got your heart ripped out and your world destroyed, um, my advice is do not date for a little bit. If you if you can stop yourself from, you know, 
using that as your coping mechanism, getting attention from an outside source to validate you, uh, specifically from like whatever sex you're attracted to. It's never long term gonna give you what you're truly looking for, which is inner peace, which only you can give yourself. And that's like work that you need to do on yourself. And a lot of time when you jump into a relationship right away after leaving a very committed relationship where things didn't go the way that you wanted them to it's just most likely not going to be a positive experience for you in the long term it might be a positive thing for a little while but then eventually it's not going to if i could go back in time and the day that i left my ex-husband set some boundaries and ground rules for myself i would pick a time frame that feels doable to you and say something like you know i want to be completely single for six months and only focus on me and my healing i didn't do that when i first left my ex-husband obviously i wasn't thinking about dating at all i was just not where i was thinking when my whole world fell apart and maybe that was a problem like i wasn't thinking about dating at all and so i, I didn't think i needed to make any boundaries or rules for myself around it so my sort of philosophy was at the beginning when everyone was like do you think you're gonna date again like do you ever see yourself dating do you think you'll start dating soon I mean people were asking me this like a month after I left my ex-husband who cheated on me for a year and I was with him for eight years and I was just like I don't think that I will ever date again and I I still honestly feel that way I don't ever see myself dating in the sense where I'm what the dating world is like today where you're on an app and you're talking to multiple people at one time and going on a bunch of dates with a bunch of different people and I just don't I don't ever see that happening in my life and maybe I will eat my own words and do that one day but for me I just don't feel like I will ever want to be in a relationship enough to do that <laughs> however I did always tell people I don't think I won't I'm just not ever going to date again but I'm not closed off to the idea of love so if somebody comes into my life by just happenstance somebody comes into my life and I feel a sort of connection with them I'm not going to just be like no I'm closed off to love I don't ever want to be with anybody ever again or I'll never be able to trust anybody again after what happened to me and then just not go for it at all because I'm closed off to it. I did make a promise to myself that I would always be willing to explore that if it came up for me. So that's another, another, I guess that was the boundary that I set for myself. Knowing what I know now, I would have just set a boundary because this is what I did after I met my little situationship two months after I left my ex-husband and I had... I had spent that two months where I was really truly di deep diving in on my healing journey and working through all the trauma of what happened to me. But two months is just not, in my opinion, enough time to really work all of that stuff out. But I did meet somebody at my divorce party and I felt a little, I felt a vibe with him. And I had been saying that, you know, like if somebody comes along and I feel something, I'm not going to just turn it down because of time or because of whatever, you know? And so I was like, all right, I'm going to explore this. And I did. And it was really fun for a month. And then it kind of wasn't fun anymore. And it started triggering a lot of my disorganized attachment style and then it just was something that I realized I couldn't do anymore and then when I ended it that's when I was like okay I need to have some clear boundaries 
for myself moving forward and so I don't want to hop into another relationship in two more months after this like I just don't want to do that I really want to take this time and I really want to focus on me I want to focus on my healing journey and I think that in order to do that I really need to be single for at least six months that was what I put on me I was like I I need to be single for at least six months and I'm almost coming up on a year from ending that situationship and I'm loving it so I just I could be single for the rest of my life and honestly be so happy about it but also I'm still not closed off to the idea of a relationship if the right person happens to appear in my life I saw this thing where I think it was a TikTok. Obviously, it was probably a TikTok because I feel like everything I see is on TikTok. But it was a girl saying how most likely we will spend most of our life being in a relationship with somebody else. And so when you're single, it really is such a sacred time. And instead, we don't treat it like that. And instead, we treat it like it's this plague it's this terrible thing that we're like forced to do and we hate it and we just want to be out of it and I decided that I don't want to look at being single that way I want to look at being single as a very sacred time where I have this time in my life right now that I can focus on me and what I want in life and really one of my main things that I'm trying to do during this single healing girl era of my life is learn how to truly love myself and then actually love myself the way that I want to be loved by another person. So we're always like, love yourself, love yourself. But what does that really mean? I did a journal prompt and I think it was such a good one. I did this journal prompt where I wrote down how I want to be loved by a partner and it had a bunch of things on it and I don't have it in front of me right now. I wish I did so I could read it to you guys, but it had a bunch of things on it. I listed out, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15 things that I really want in a partner and how I want them to love me. So I folded the piece of paper in half and on one side I wrote how I want my partner to love me and then on the other side I wrote what I need to do to love myself that way one of the things was I want somebody you know to compliment me and tell me that I'm beautiful like they love me so much and they think I'm the most beautiful thing they've ever seen in their life or whatever I wrote on the side I was like well what do I need to do well what I need to do is I need to look myself in the mirror every day and I need to tell myself I love you you're beautiful you're amazing, you're smart, you're talented, you're funny, yada, 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 all those things. And so I started doing that. And that can be kind of weird at first and hard too if you don't actually feel that way about yourself. It's just one of those things where if you want somebody else to give that to you, you need to be able to give that to yourself first. And I think that's part of the reason why why we settle in relationships and why we settle in relationships where we're not getting love the way that we think we deserve to be loved and it's because we never actually truly loved ourselves that way first and we just wanted somebody else to come in and do it for us because it was too hard for us to do on our own and at least for me this is this is how I felt and so so that's something that I wanted to do now very specifically something that happened because I've been working on loving myself the way that I want to be loved by another person. And then something that really made that stick for me that happened was a couple months ago, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was so sick. I just felt like trash and I was thirsty and I had like a fever and it was just awful. And I remember just being like in my mind, just telling myself, go back to sleep, just go back to sleep, just ignore it. You know, you can 
just go back to sleep you don't need water you don't need medicine and then the voice in my head was like hey if your daughter woke up right now and told you that she was sick and she wanted water and medicine or if you were in a relationship and the person that you loved woke up in the middle of the night and was like oh my gosh I feel like crap what would you do in that moment and I instantly knew like what would I do it's not even a question I would get out of bed and I would go get water and I would go get medicine and I would take care of these people that I love and so I did I got out of bed I went and made myself water I took some medicine and I went back to bed and I felt really good doing that I mean I felt like crap doing that but I felt good because I knew that I was learning how to actually show up for myself the way that I show up for other people and that's just something that I've never done in my life before I don't know it just felt really cool that's the first thing the first thing on my list of like how I want to spend my time my single healing girl time is learning how to love myself the way that I want to be loved by another person the second is raising my standards and getting really clear about what I actually want in life for myself in a partner just raising my standards on all areas of my life like I said I'm not looking for a relationship but I do think that it's so important to get really clear about what you would want in a relationship so that way if you find yourself getting lonely or feeling you know depressed because oh I'm going to be single forever I'm going to be alone forever I just should go settle and be with somebody who isn't even what I want to be but at least I wouldn't be alone I don't want to do that ever again in my entire life one of the first things that I started like really trying to get clear on whenever I first left my ex-husband was what do I actually want in a partner what are my non-negotiables what are my negotiables like what are the things that I desire in a partner where are the areas where I could be like okay I can bend a little in those areas and where are the areas where I'm like absolutely not and then what are some areas where I'm like I don't care either way I did two journal prompts um around that and the first one was I saw this TikTok once again where this girl was saying that her therapist told her to make a list of what you want in your future partner and on that list make a list of 60 things and 30 of those things can be the most superficial surface level things and then the other 30 need to be things that actually matter your values things that actually matter and so I did that I made a list I have 30 very superficial things and then 30 things that actually matter like I want him to have the same sort of values and beliefs as me actually I don't want to put any of the actual details of what I want in a partner on this podcast like specific ones because I got trust issues and so I just don't trust that there's like not a man listening to my podcast right now learning a bunch of things about me so that he can come and like manipulate me and I know that sounds crazy but I I got some I got big trust issues so I need to make sure that whoever's coming into my life is literally they're coming in as who they are and not as who they think I want them to be and then I get to decide if I actually like them or not but I would say do that make that list of 60 things you know six, 60 things 30 kind of superficial looks the type of music that they're into the type of hobbies that they have those sort of things and then things things that are like much deeper that matter to you 
values believe how they spend their money anyway yeah so just make that list and the, the thing that i thought was the coolest thing about that that tiktok and why i did it is the girl said that she did that exercise that her therapist told her to do about making a list of 60 things and then she just put it away and kind of forgot about it and then she was making that tiktok because she said well i've been dating somebody for a year and i remembered that i just remembered that list and i went to go pull it out and look at it and the guy that i'm dating has every single thing on my list i thought that was pretty cool but the other reason why i think it's good to do is in case you do find yourself very quickly in a relationship after leaving your last relationship you will now have the standard for what you want in a partner specifically with my situationship there were a lot of things on my list that he had but there were a lot of very important things on my list that he did not have and when i took that list back out and looked at it and I realized okay this man is probably never gonna have these sort of things in his life unless I forced him to have them and I don't want to force anybody to be anything other than what they are I just want people to be able to show up as who they are and be completely who they are and not feel like they need to be something else and so it helped me realize okay this relationship probably isn't a really good use of my time because realistically it's not ever going to be what I know that I want in a relationship and that's nothing against him and it's nothing against me we just weren't two people that were truly compatible and so it helped me end it quickly and kind of really never look back which isn't something that I ever did previously in my dating history okay so we're talking a lot about relationships which seems kind of opposite whenever I'm actually trying to talk about my single healing girl era but I just felt like those were two important things that will stop you from entering into a relationship that would not end up being healthy for you in the long run or a good thing for you in the long run I did those exercises in the early days of me becoming single and I'm glad I did them then because yeah it really helped me set my standards that I clearly didn't have before. (laughs) Moving on, I want to use this time of being single to deeply understand and heal my trauma because I never did that and there is so much that I've learned in the last, I started doing this, working on healing my trauma um, before I left my ex-husband. So that whole year where I was trying to save my marriage, a lot of trying to save a relationship is you truly looking at yourself and seeing how you can show up better in that relationship and understanding why you might have been showing up in ways that you're not the proudest of and a lot of that stems from childhood trauma a lot of stuff stems from childhood trauma that we just kind of never really uncover unless you are lucky and you've spent a lot of time in therapy but for me um that wasn't a thing I just really didn't I knew I had trauma but I kind of played my trauma off like I mean I literally was like oh yeah my dad cheated on my mom and I got daddy issues (laughs) it is what it is you know I didn't have the typical daddy issues I actually had the opposite daddy issues where I was more like I don't need anybody I'm hyper independent but anyway I don't want to get too much into my trauma on here but I think that uncovering and working through your childhood trauma at a 
deep level, not a surface level, is one of the most beneficial things you can do for yourself. It's one of the most loving things that you can do for yourself. And then actually making the changes that you need to make so that you're not just continuing to repeat patterns and cycles and living out in your trauma. And so that's really what I'm truly, truly, truly spending this time doing, working through and healing that trauma and I've been doing that this last year and it's been amazing and I've been having conversations with both of my parents where I've been talking about the different ways that the things that happened in my childhood how they played out and like the role that they played in it and having those kind of uncomfortable conversations but in a loving way it has been so healing just so healing if you are in a place where you have any kind of relationship with your parents where you feel like you can show up and have those conversations and work through it with them if they're also in that place in their life it's just an amazing thing to do and really specifically I had some of those conversations with my dad where in my past I would have never felt comfortable enough to say the things that I've said to him in the last year he just (laughs) he handled it like a champ he handled it better than I ever thought he would have and I think it's because he's been working on himself and and doing a lot of his own healing and learning how to love himself and it's just been one of the most healing parts of all of this and one of the things that I'm just most grateful for through all this crap that I went through is that I've been able to not only work on healing my trauma on my childhood trauma on my own but also healing it with my parents now that they're also not just like living out of their childhood trauma. There's this Noah Khan lyric where he says, I'm still angry at my parents for what their parents did to them. And I just think that that is such a beautiful lyric and something to remember when you're working through your trauma and um, you can get kind of angry at your parents for how they didn't show up for you when you were a kid. It's just helpful to remember that they're just humans too and they were raised by people who were also traumatized and most likely didn't work through their trauma because therapy really wasn't a thing when their parents were raising them and I don't know that's been a helpful thing for me as I work through all of my childhood trauma. The fourth thing is do shadow work or therapy or both and really uncover your shadows and then work on healing them, which is kind of trauma, but it's just a little bit deeper. I actually got this journal recently called the Shadow Work Book Journal and I'm working through that right now, but I have uncovered so much doing shadow work. Like it's actually insane. Some of the stuff that came up, I was just shocked when I journaled about it doing the shadow work because I couldn't believe that I went 32 years without knowing that about myself when it was so clearly it was just so obvious that that was a pattern of mine but I wasn't aware of it because until you really uncover your shadows and bring them out to the light you're just gonna keep on subconsciously creating situations if you don't know what shadow work is look into it it's very beneficial and I really really highly recommend doing it if you're starting a healing journey okay next i think everything's important but this is just something that should have been higher up on the list is have fun like seriously just have fun with this in the beginning i would take myself out on a date every weekend that my daughter was with her father or i would go and check something off my bucket list also make a bucket list make a divorce bucket list a breakup bucket list a new me bucket list just 
make a bucket list, put things on there. I did a whole episode just on my divorce bucket list. If you want to go listen to that to get some ideas, but I really just put a bunch of fun things on there and then try to check those off a few off every month. And that will always have you trying something new, trying something fun, going on adventures and yeah, date yourself. Like take yourself out on the dates that you would want somebody to take you out on and just have fun doing it. Get comfortable doing things alone or do things with your girlfriends. I mean, when Tessa first moved here, we would go out once a month and we would just have fun. Live it up. You might not be single for long, so you might as well have a blast while you are. Next thing is learn. Learn about yourself, you know? Learn things that you like. Learn things that you don't like. Really dig deep. And you do that a lot by trying new things. That's why the bucket list is really a great idea and I definitely recommend making one so that you can figure out who the new you is, you know? You're not trying to be your old self or be who you were before you were in that relationship because you can never be that person again. A lot of things happen and change and you also shouldn't want to go backwards in life. You should want to go forward and become a new person and learn about the new you become the new you become the best version of yourself and so i think a great way to get there is by trying new things and learning new things and learning about yourself and okay another thing that's really important to me is to get healthy which obviously you're on a healing journey so that makes sense but i mean healthy like physically mentally emotionally spiritually just i want to be the healthiest that i've ever been in all of those aspects of life so physically i've been going on runs a lot and working out a lot and just trying to stay active and mentally i'm meditating emotionally i'm doing shadow work i'm in therapy i'm working through a lot of trauma um spiritually i'm closer to god than i've ever been going back to church meditating praying and just having a better relationship with god than i've really ever had before and i am i do i just I really do feel healthier than I've ever felt in my entire life and that's an amazing feeling especially after going through something so terrible and feeling so low and so unworthy and just like trash for a whole entire year basically to be where I am now just a year after getting out of that is a really good feeling and I don't think that I would be here if I didn't really take this time to be single and to be solo and to figure out how to be happy on my own. And so the point of this, and hopefully I hope what you get from this, is just to learn how to be so happy and content being single so that you never find yourself settling just to be in a relationship ever again. And you never, or, and not even just relationships, like you never find yourself settling with anything in life, with work, with friendships, with relationships, with yourself take this time to really focus on healing and growing and learning and falling in love with life and yourself and just becoming the happiest most peaceful version of you because you deserve it and because moving forward the people in your life deserve that version of you too and they'll never get that version if you don't take the time to heal your heart to heal your heart and to love yourself oh look tessa is going to make a little what are you doing? I'm recording a podcast. We gotta get one out. It's been like three weeks. Turn that light back on. <laughs> I want to take a video of you right now. With my frownies on. <laughs> Self care, baby. Recording a podcast. What about what? What? About what? About how to be single, alone, and happy. Well, yeah, of course you can't do this while people 
Yeah. It's like the perfect one to do without you. <laughs> also, just mention that there's nothing wrong with being. I did say that. I get out of here. <laughs> Tessa defending herself. Okay, and like Tessa just said, and like I'm pretty sure I said at the beginning of this podcast, but if I didn't, I'll say it again. If for some reason you find yourself very quickly in another relationship after getting out of your long-term relationship that you just came out of, and it feels like a healthy relationship, don't self-sabotage just because you feel like you didn't take that time to work on yourself. Ideally, I would like for everybody to just take a little bit of time for their healing and be alone, but if the right person comes along, the right person comes along, and timing is just timing, so you gotta roll with whatever life throws at you. And on that note, I think I'm going to wrap this podcast up. Um, I guess I need to do my what I'm grateful for segment. I have a actually really good one. So today, Rome and I were walking to the beach, which I'm just always every single day, so grateful and thankful that I live somewhere where I can walk to the beach I don't think I'll ever not be just so incredibly grateful that that's my life but we're walking to the beach and we go through this little trail to get to the beach and we just saw so much nature and it was so beautiful and if you're a parent and you watch the show Bluey with your kids ever there's an episode of Bluey where it's called born yesterday and they're playing this game where the dad pretends like he was born yesterday and at the end of it he's just staring at nature like he's seeing it for the first time that's kind of how our walk felt today we saw dragonflies and turtles and butterflies and beautiful flowers and everything was just so magical and happy and it was a really great bonding time for me and Rome and I was just really really grateful in that moment to have that experience with her so that is what i'm grateful for all right i am going to end this episode as always thank you so much for listening um we know that you guys could spend your time anywhere so we're very grateful that you're giving us your time and listening to us if you like this podcast we would love a positive review or you can go and follow us over on instagram or tiktok let's grow through it share it with a friend help us grow this podcast and reach more people and help more people people on their healing journey and we will see you guys next week or maybe in a couple weeks I don't know but we'll see you guys soon (laughs) love you